You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. You've had a long day at work, and you can't wait to just get home, take off your shoes, plop yourself down in your favorite chair, and relax. Ah. You walk up to your tranquil residential home and your neatly manicured lawn in your quiet suburban neighborhood, put the key in the lock, open the door, and... Yes, the pets have gone wild! What were you thinking? Welcome to the show about everything you always wanted to know about exotic pets. Where to get them, what to feed them, and how to care for them. You'll even find out why some people live with a monkey. Now, here's your host, exotic pet expert and author, Bob Tart. Hey, Bob, what were you thinking? Hi, I'm Bob Tart, author of the books Enslaved by Ducks. Follow Weather and my latest book, Kitty Cornered, and I'm back with my wife, Linda, for a long overdue new installment of our podcast, What Were You Thinking? Hi, Linda. Hello. So what what mostly are we going to talk about today? Well, one thing you want to talk about is your good luck with your book. Yeah. Yeah, this summer seems like a long time ago because it's starting to turn into winter here. This is just a little after Thanksgiving 2012 right now. But back in August, my publisher discounted the ebook for Enslaved by Ducks, so they marked it down to $199. And so it was only $199 on Kindle, Nook, and uh, Apple iBooks, and I, I don't know what else. It's a whole bunch of books they marked down. Yeah, they marked down, uh, you know. For like one month or yeah, something. Yeah, for one month they marked down six books that um, were Algonquin books. But anyway, um, I was shocked by how well my book did at the dollar ninety nine price. You did great. Yeah, on um, Amazon for six weeks. So that's even two weeks after it was back up to full price. For six weeks, and Slay by Ducks was the number one best selling pet book in any format on Amazon. So that's just, both the um, print book and Kindle books. So Slay by Ducks was number one, and um, for twenty days, it was in the top one hundred. Kindle books, so which is amazing. Yeah, There's and at a lot one of books on there. At one point, it was number forty-two, so that means it was the forty-second best-selling book of all of the Kindle books. It's just amazing. And then the last thing I want to say is that um, for three weeks, it was on the Wall Street Journal bestseller list. I didn't even know the Wall Street Journal had a bestseller ah. list, but it was in the top ten in nonfiction ebooks in that category. So, so now thanks that. to the Wall Street Journal I am officially a national best selling author. Wow. Briefly. And um, so great. Yeah, and I think we get all of forty cents royalty per book at that uh, low price. So uh, I don't know how many books sold yet, but uh, Still, it's good publicity. I'm not quitting my job anytime soon. Wonderful publicity for a whole month to have it number one pet book. Yep. Yep. So what uh, what are we going to talk about today? Well, we could talk about our trip that we had early in the fall. Yeah. Well, it wasn't early in the fall. It was mid-fall. Mid-fall. Early in October. Early in October. And one reason we were not able to get away a lot sooner was because of problems. Uh, we looking. could not find a pet sitter. I ran ads. I ran ads and ads and more ads. Nobody appropriate appeared in any of those ads. I just couldn't find anybody. Did we even get very many We did calls? have one lady that was sound. She came over. She seemed real nice. And we liked her. And then she never showed up. 
for the time she was supposed to come to try out doing it. Never showed up. Never called us. We never know what happened. We never. It was just as well that that didn't work out. But so we were just about ready to give up because yeah, I had run so many ads. I didn't called everybody I knew. Just just wasn't working out. I thought, oh, well, we're not going to get to go on a trip this year. Finally, I woke up one morning, and the name of this lady that used to pet sit first years ago came into my mind. It must have been from the Lord. And I just didn't think of calling her because she had been working full time for so many years. I thought she just could, you know, the last time I talked to her years ago, she said, no, I can't do it for you anymore. I'm working full time. But that's the name that came into my mind. I called her and she said, well, I really would love to. Um, if I can work my schedule out somehow, I would love to do it. So it gave us some hope and she did work it out and we did, we were able to go on our three day trip. And yep. we went on a three day. Uh, we went on a trip every year since we've been married. Nineteen ninety. We used to go on seven or eight or nine day trips. Now we're down to three day trips because of my back. But we went on a trip at least once a year, sometimes twice a year for all the years we've been married. So we hated to not go on a trip. So yep. that was great. Yep. And by the way, if if you're new to the show, uh, you'll probably are hearing birds in the background mostly right now. That's Georgie the parakeet, but I wouldn't uh, doubt if Dusty Harvey and Dusty. Yeah, some of the other birds chime in too that cottage yeah but i wanted to say first that it's pretty hard for us to find a pet sitter because we still have um, 30 30 animals and um, it's funny that lady linda talked about she seemed real enthusiastic Very about doing nice. it while she was over here and she was Loved the one animals she was the she one pet who her relation and loved it. Love she was the life. one who suggested that she wanted to come back and um, a couple of times go through the whole routine with us yeah. and see you know how it how would it turn out, how, how it went, yeah, just so she could learn it. Very encouraged by that. And we set up a time for her to be there, on, you know, like uh, two weeks later. and um, Never showed up. Couldn't even get her on the phone. The one thing that we, we tried to figure out what could have put her off, I know when we were out in the goose pen and duck pen with her, she made the remark that she thought they'd be hard to herd back in. She wasn't used to that, of dealing with geese and ducks and stuff. And we said, oh, no, no, they're, they're herd animals. They just all follow around together, and they're not in trouble at all. But I don't think she believed us. I thought, she, I thought maybe she was a little nervous that they wouldn't go where she wanted them to go. So that might have been a factor. Yep, I think that so. Might have been a and fact. some people are scared of geese, and yeah. probably that's smart because some geese are kind of nasty, right. but, but ours, ours are, are nice. Oh, yeah, we, ours are fine. But you never know what goes through people's mind. I never understand people that don't call back or let you know if they're going to cancel. What's up with that, folks? I mean, I just don't understand that. It's rude. So uh, it's just as well. You know, she wouldn't have worked out if she acts like that. Yeah, because we can't stand people that we can't get in contact with. Because yeah. we've had oh, people in the up. past who have been good pet sitters, but you can never get them on the phone. And so what good is what that? What good is that? And it just we wouldn't want somebody like that. So it was, it was well that it didn't turn out. And as it turned out, the person that we got was absolutely perfect for Yeah, and it's Jamie. It. I can say her name because yeah. uh, I wrote about her in... I think fall weather, and I talk about her as such a good pet she's sitter a great in fall pet weather. So. Pet sitter. And she's the one that, um, the other one did too, but she's the one that writes these long journals telling what she does the whole time she's here, even like times, 9.45, I went out to the barn and blah, blah, blah. She writes little remarks about the animals and her Talk things about she the noticed. Duck, duck. Yeah, she said that um, when she was out in the pen there, she thought she heard the geese say duck, duck, goose. I mean, just funny little things yeah. like that she'd say. And uh, I, I really love those journals. I mean, it's one thing I look forward to. 
I enjoyed that as much as I enjoyed the trip on different years when she pets it. Just reading what she's going to write in her journal. So it was just an extra little treat. Yeah, so, we really just appreciate her so much. Now, you had another little search you had to do, and that was for a place to stay because you don't like staying in motels. Right, I can't, sleep in, yeah, I can't sleep in motel rooms. That's very gives me a claustrophobic attack. So I was trying to find something like maybe a cottage something and I always have to go to the chiropractor when we're, we are on our trips and we knew of a city nearby where we were going to be where there was one so I wanted to find a, uh, a place to stay sort of halfway between Lake Michigan and this chiropractor so lo and behold I punched in you know cottages and then this is near New Buffalo yeah near t- and that's in town in southern Michigan there, right and I punched in a name of a town there you know about where I wanted it to be and I'll be darned if there wasn't a cottage resort there and it, they were just beautiful, beautiful little cottages. You could rent them by the night. You had to rent two nights minimum, but they were not much more than what a motel room was. They're they little were log beautiful. cabins. They're little log cabin looking things, redwood looking. They were fully furnished. They were like a timeshare kind of thing where they belonged to somebody. But And this one they, they gave us had beautiful landscaping. The lady was evidently a gardener. It was decorated with her decorative plates and all their little stuff. And, oh, gosh, I had a screened-in porch that was to die for overlooking this little lake, with a, and there was a dock. And it's just a wonderful little cottage, and we've never stayed in a cottage before on a trip. And that was so much, and I had no trouble going to sleep in that. It was wonderful. Nope. Just and, wonderful. Nope, and it was late fall, but there were still some birds, so I enjoyed it because in the morning I'd go out on the screen porch and then uh, go outside, and there were golden crown kinglets. There's a yeah. Carolina wren that yeah. was singing real nice On in the yard, day. and yellow rump warblers, and uh, other birds too. So yeah, it, it there was, was a Canada goose that was swimming back and forth in the pond there while we were there and honking some. And there was a bird, actually two bird watching sites, one up the street in one direction, half a mile, and one in the other direction, half a mile. And the one, it was on the last day we went there, and Bob saw a snipe, and we saw this beautiful, I don't know what kind of hawk a, that was, but it was a small hawk, and we saw that like right away, right at the beginning yep, of the trail. Yep, it turned out to be a sharp Was it? Is that what it was? Yep, but I don't see snipe very often. No, so, I never saw This was a grassland. One. Uh, yeah, park, it was like a, a prairie. Right, it was tall grains, mm-hmm. and, and it had nice trails through it. We didn't get to walk on it very no. much. We were in a hurry that day. But yeah, and it was it was nice though, real nice. Yep, and then I'd go back there again in a minute. And then there's this woods the other way that's kind of well known as a spot for I think cerulean warblers and some other birds you don't see very often. It's a nesting spot for them in the um, summer. Of course, oh, there summer? was no sign of any birds when we were no, there. It was raining one. too. Right, it wasn't a good day for that one. But the other <clears> trail was it was a, it was a nice day that. Last Last day we got to go to Lake Michigan. I actually went wading in Lake Michigan. It was like it should have been cold weather, but it was 77 degrees that day. Beautiful blue sky. Took off my shoes and socks and went wading in Lake Michigan. Now, once again, the Weather Bureau was not our friend. No, I don't know what's happened. It seems like years, not too many years ago, you could pretty much rely on weather reports, especially if you kind of take into consideration checking a few sources. But we found that even when you check a few sources, how wrong they are. One station on TV will be a totally different description of what the weather will be from another one. But sometimes they all agree and they're all wrong. Hey, I don't get that. They got all that radar equipment. How can they be wrong? Because the first day on our trip... It was supposed to be rainy rainy in the morning and then nice the rest of the day. It was nice all day, as I recall it. No, not that first day. The first day it rained all day, remember? No, that was Wednesday. It, yeah. it rained all day Wednesday. Well, the, Tuesday the, was sunny most of the day. Okay, I meant our first full day, not the day right. we drove there. Right, Yeah, that rained all day. All day and all night. And it was supposed to just be raining in the morning. Mm-hmm. and um, rained all day, all night. 
So we were not uh, a good day to go to the zoo. That's the day we went or to, the to zoo. go to uh, bird watching or anything. Nothing. And there was detours in that town where we were. And if there's one thing Bob hates, it's detours. Hard enough finding your way around a strange town, let alone detours. Oh, that's when we went to South Bend to yep, the zoo. Yeah, So the the animals were nice there, but so yeah, Matt, that you just can't predict weather. But they were just adamant about it being clear all afternoon. Oh yeah. No, no, couldn't be. Nope. And then but, the next day, it was all the weather reports said it was going to be rainy all day. The next day, for the Thursday? day we were coming home. Did they say that? Yes. And so what happened? We got up and we looked out the window. It was seventy-seven. It was it like was a, a summer blue day. Sky. Like a su- it was so. supposed to be thunderstorms all day. Really? Yeah. And so it was sort of like a day behind. They were like one day off, and they were uh, they were completely wrong both yeah. days. And instead, it was a beautiful day. There wasn't any trace of rain Not until we just about got home, and then I think um, just a little sprinkle. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got to go to two beaches, Van Buren State Park, and that that one there in New Buffalo, both yeah, New beautiful. Buffalo. Yeah, New Buffalo, beautiful part, uh, beaches and stuff. We saw a stone shaped like my car, which is a Scion, and it's kind of an odd shaped car. Looks found like a, a bread truck. Yeah, we found this uh, flat stone that was shaped exactly like that, so that was a treat. Yep, yep. I was looking for birds at New Buffalo because I think last year we saw common terns and um, some kind of uh, sandpiper, but we were a little late this year, so we didn't really see anything. It's nice when the last day of your trip is a beautiful day because that kind of sticks in your memory, so... I was grateful to the Lord for that, that that last day was a beautiful, beautiful sunlit day, warm, seagulls all over the place. We got to sit on the picnic table there and eat our sandwiches from Subway, and very perfect day. Yep, it was. We are just at about the uh, halfway point, so going to take a break for a word from our sponsors. You are listening to What Were You Thinking, a podcast supposedly about exotic pets by... uh, Bob and Linda Tart, but um, I don't think we've done a podcast. off in another direction. We always veer off in another direction. So uh, we'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. What Were You Thinking? We'll be right back after Bob gets the ducks out of his living room. Don't go away. Is the coast clear? Are you sure they went to Petco? Where else would they go? Oopsie. Calm down. I smell presents. (gasps) Go to PetcoDeals.com and get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off hundreds of holiday items at Petco. That's PetcoDeals.com. Go now. Uh Uh-oh, step on it. Okay. Not on my tail. (laughs) Petco, where the pets go. X-Power is a global brand that offers a complete line of stand dryers, cage dryers, and multiple blasters that cater to both home and professional groomers. Designed to be quiet, lightweight, and powerful, X-Power pet dryers will save you time, energy, and money. The X-Power B2 Pro at Home Dryer is the perfect holiday gift for family and friends. Please check out our holiday specials at viperpet.com and amazon.com. For more information, visit xpower.ws or call 855-855-8868. It's the holidays at PetSmart, so come one and all. There are hundreds of gifts for pets big and pets small. Toys only at PetSmart so special and new. They'll love the gifts. You'll love the value. Hurry to PetSmart today for your very best friend and save 30 to 50% before the holiday ends. The holidays are just around the corner. 
Go to PetLifeRadio.com slash PetSmart and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. Toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. So shop early and save money. Go to PetLifeRadio.com slash PetSmart today. Jungle Deep Deep. Hi, I'm Dr. Jones. I invite you to join us on the podcast that explores the tropical lifestyle, Jungle Deep. Jungle Deep Deep. Our safari includes exotic animals, tropical plants, exotic food and drink, jungle movies, exotic music, rainforest conservation, and wildlife preservation. So join us. Jungle Deep Deep Deep. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Okay, ducks are in the pond, rabbits in his hutch, and monkeys... Ow! In my car! Oh, okay, well, I go check my insurance policy. We'll turn you back over to Bob. Hi, you're back with What Were You Thinking? with Bob Tart and Linda Tart. I mentioned my book a little while ago, uh, Enslaved by Ducks, and you can find that on Amazon.com and uh, several other spots. And you can find information of all three of my books at my website, which is just BobTart.com, B-O-B-T-A-R-T-E.com. And my latest book is Kitty Cornered, and it's about life in a small house, the craziness of living with six cats, six crazy cats, and it focuses on a very skittish stray cat named Franny, who we thought would be the last cat that would ever adjust to being a house cat, because she was pretty wild when we brought her in. And so... Now she's the prima donna of the house. Prima donna, yeah. So you read all about it in Kitty Cornered. So... Make a great Christmas present for the cat lover on your list. That's for sure. We had a couple, well, actually one in particular little unexpected problem at our idyllic cabin and that was after we left the first day i said oh there's back. a gate here i hope that thing wouldn't close on us yeah when we were leaving it was kind we of noticed a gated community is, there was thing. a gate there and i said oh well oh, they, wow. they would have told us they would have told us and sure enough when we came back that thing was locked up tighter than a drum it was a black wrought iron gate we didn't know how to get in. We no had one had to walk, told us. Nobody said a word about it, and there we were. And how, how would we get in? And it's not like it was you just go around the gate and you walk 20 feet. Uh-uh, There's quite a, a long walk. drive. And so it would have been quite a ways to back to our uh, cabin and Where what we were supposed to just leave car? our car. Yeah, when we checked in, Never there wasn't said a word. one word from anybody about, by the way, you will get locked out tonight. Nothing, nothing like that. So we didn't know what to do. There was, luckily, a guy came along that was leaving at the time we were sitting there perplexed, and he showed Bob what to do to get in. Yeah, there was... Um, Otherwise, what would we have done? I don't know. I was just supposed to wave the uh, keychain of our key. It didn't look like anything. It didn't look like something that had a microchip in it. But I was just supposed to wave that in front of this little part of the panel by the gate. Do you and think you would have thought of that on your own? It's possible. I've tried everything, including taking my shoes off and waving them in front of something. Yeah, Yeah, banging them together. But I think this guy might have worked there. You think he did? I think so. And uh, it was also funny because when we checked in, we paid cash, and they didn't give us a receipt. receipt. I was back out to my car, and I thought, well, this is sort of odd. So I walked in and asked the woman for a receipt. She was on the phone all the time. Couldn't get off the phone. Couldn't be bothered to help us. That would be too much work. Yep, so that, that was a little problem. And then there was a mysterious noises. Yeah, we kept 
It was it was worse than a ping, wasn't it? It was a it loud, sounded like, someone, like a gun going off like or something. Gunner. I thought it was hitting the outside of the cabin at different place on the side. Well, the top. it wasn't just the cabin. I I heard it all through the place. It yeah. sounded like uh, across the lake. This was a, a small lake, but it was, it was more a, like a pond in a way. Yeah, although it was kind of probably man made. But there was uh, sometimes it sounded like someone was taking two two by fours and thwacking them together. Something I thought like there that. was construction at first. Something. And then it's sometimes it would loud. be right it sounded like the cabin was shaking. Yeah, it sounded like, like it was, was hitting us. A gun in the cabin. Yeah, yeah. It sounded like a not like a BB gun, mm-hmm. but something like oh, that. Oh no, hitting it was cab- bang. It was bang. yeah, it was a louder noise than and like I'd a be ping. outside on the porch and I'd hear yeah, it uh, next it? door. It day and, and night. Is, is Went on all home? day and all night. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just continuous, but off and on. Yeah, and we were absolutely perplexed well, what, what that be? might be. And what what did we find? Turned out to be acorns. Acorns. And you wouldn't really think, oh, acorn. But seriously, it was a very loud sound. Now there's a metal roof on the cabin, and so that kind of explains it. Must have resonated it louder. But I was surprised when the uh, there was a um, wooden walkway going up to the door, and I was surprised how loud the acorn was falling. Just it, it banged when it hit the roof, and then it just fell from the roof onto that kind of deck, the wooden walkway. And it made a big noise there, too. So mm-hmm. maybe there's a particular kind of oak tree that has acorns that are made out of lead. <laughs> Something. <laughs> I don't know what it was. But, but I, I remember the first night we were there, that mystery. woke me up a couple times. Right. It was like, what it's the so heck? Loud. Is somebody shooting outside our window? Yeah, in this little resort. It's crazy. Yep, absolutely. So we had... We got home to roof leaks. Yeah, we had some adventures once we got home. Well, of course, our roof by the linen closet is leaked for many years, so it's not like it was anything new, but it was worse than usual, and we were trying to get it fixed. Yeah, I mean, and there was uh, the wall board was starting to warp a little bit. There was these bubbles of every time it rained real hard from a certain direction, it would go behind the paint between the paint and the plasterboard and make like this bubble of water that had gotten to the point where the bubble had burst and it was flowing down the wall. It's now, kind of bad. We've had this roof uh, patch several times. I reminded oh, yeah. Linda. We've had like five, six, seven guys over the last oh, yeah. 12 years. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's just ridiculous. I reminded Linda that, and I think you said you'd forgotten, but once about 10, 10 years ago or so, actually the globe of the lamp, oh. that's a ceiling lamp, was half full of water. Oh, my gosh. So somehow water, I don't know why that didn't alarm us at the time. You'd think it would have shorted something out. It wasn't half full. It was about a third filled. And luckily it never touched, quite touched the light bulb. Yeah. That would have been a disaster. Oh, my gosh. So we uh, had a guy who decided that we shouldn't just be patching the roof, that we should... Replace we have a, this section. Yeah, and, and this section of the roof was is a part of our roof that does not have the metal roof. We have a metal roofing. roof on our house. Right, it but has this that one section roofing. has this rolled roof. He said, rip that off, put regular metal roofing up there. Mm-hmm. Which he did, But they had, were in the process of doing all this, and they had ripped off the substrate. I don't know what you call that stuff. Well, it was... Beneath the, the, it was the roofing. It the wooden boards, and he said that there were some that were um, rotted because water had gotten in. And so they picked the day when it was just about to uh, be pouring rain to pull the boards out. And he said, well, no problem. Are you sure they ripped the boards out? Yes. I thought they just ripped the no, f- t- no, thing. No, no, Maybe no. that's why it was so bad. That's why it was so, so bad. So it was this one night that we had this terrible electrical storm with rain coming down in buckets. And Bob walked into the bathroom at 1030 at night and the water is just streaming down the wall. Now, he had said this wouldn't happen because he had a, a real heavy-duty tarp. 140-pound tarp on that. 
off. Right. Unfortunately, that tarp evidently had holes in it. Yes, that's what he found out. And because um, they had said, well, it would be no problem taking the boards out, even if it rains tonight. It's got a big because, tarp there. Yeah, because of this no heavy, problem. heavy duty tarp that was made to cover and protect a semi trailer. You know, so it should be fine. Yeah, yeah and right. so rivulets of water. Here I am, ready to go to bed um, after what about ten thirty? Right down the streaming down the wall. Down the wall. So we had said, our you own little. Somebody. Linda always likes to go to waterfalls when we go on our trip. Yeah, we had our own waterfall. We had our right waterfall our right in the bathroom, and it was horrifying. But to to his credit, we called the guy. We called and one he guy, lived. and he wouldn't even answer the phone. The other guy said, I need to come right over. Well, this was in the middle of a torrential rainstorm with electrical work and everything, electrical lightning storm. and everything, and I, it was just scary. And he did, though. He yeah. lived quite a ways away. He came over late at night, you know, 11 o'clock at night or Pitch later. dark. He didn't come in the house, but he called me on the cell phone. He says, I've got to get a new tarp. He went up the street to this all-night play in Meyer's place. That's something like a super Walmart. He bought two big tarps. He came back. It's a wonder, you know, through the grace of God, he didn't get electrocuted. He went up there in the middle of that storm and tucked that. He really couldn't even move that 140 pie. I think he Not tucked it under. Not the whole thing. It. You can move parts of he it. He pulled out. it up and let, got that under it, and it did stop the water from, it you know. Did. I'll never forget. I told him after the whole job was done, I'll never forget that long as I live, that you got up there in that kind of a storm. Yeah, of course, he was kind of protect, life and limb. protecting his interest, too, because he decided that, you know, he really needed to fix the bathroom wall that got ruined because he didn't have the tarps up there correctly. So right. the damage would have been a lot worse if well, they were up there correctly. He didn't know they had holes in them, so it, you know. He so. didn't he tell you later that uh, he had lent that tarp to somebody, and they had turned nailed out they had it nailed something. it, and so there were holes all through. Yeah, it. I don't know. So, but he didn't think of that. So no. Nope. But it turned out okay. You know, they finally got the job done, and they fixed the bathroom walls in the um, hall wall and they you know replaced the plasterboard painted everything is beautiful now yep let's hope that it's all fixed yep fix the roof replace the bad part of the roof yep and then seems to be good and uh, getting back to animals we um were a little concerned about our ducks geese and uh, hen because uh we did a show before about the problem we had last year with a mink attacking our critters it was and around this time of year, wasn't it? Uh, no, a it was. Earlier. It was December and into um, the last attack was New Year's Day, January first. Are that you was, sure? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was in the fall. No, really? Uh, there no, was the, no snow on the ground because what you call it was here that no, day. No, I remember that was the last attack. Really? Yeah. So that was when Gary came over. There may we may have lost one other chicken in a daylight raid by that mink. But that Bumble was the last Trambo big attack. was over here, something to do with that yeah. tree being cut, Yeah, I think. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's when it was. So the thing is, our ducks, geese, and hen have to spend all their time outside in a pen now. It used to be they could come and go into the barn and get warm. But that's but not safe. That's not safe because the mink can get into the barn and can get them. So we had this Fort Knox of a pen built, but we were worried about them not having any shelter in that In pen. the outdoor pen this, that is now covered with hardware cloth and is very safe. Yeah. However, there's nothing in there to like a shelter. I think we mentioned in our last show not even a butterfly can get out. That's how tight it yeah, is Yeah, it's really tight. It's okay. a half-inch square hardware cloth. And so we wanted something for them to be able to just get into, Put that you could put straw in, the, in case there's a storm. They're pretty hardy animals. When they were in the pen in the backyard, they would sit out there when it was 10 below, and they had a storage barn they could have gone into at that time. 
they hardly ever did. I don't think they ever did. I think the they only time they ever did. went into it was in the summer when it was kind of hot. I don't know. I think one of the reasons is because it was just a little door, <laughs> and I think the geese don't like going through ducks and geese. I think they like, like you said, they like being outside. Right. They like more open structures. Right. So I didn't, but we just thought they should have some kind of shelter. So we ended up having this, how would you describe that? It's like a little carport thing with sides, top, and back. Yeah, just and no front. And then a floor, but no front. And it's kind of small. It's like about, what, five foot long? Four, uh, yeah, it's about six kind foot, high, six well, foot wide, four foot high. It's a slanted roof downwards so deep. the rain or snow could slide yeah. off. And yeah. then it's got a real high front so they can walk in easily. And it's it like sits, a little manger type thing. That's right. And it sits right in the, the west pen. Side. But um, it's in the pen, so nothing can get in there to get them. Right. I was afraid at first that we didn't want to eat up space with something like that. But as a matter of fact, they love it. It's sort of a, it's sort of like environment enrichment. It gives them another thing to uh, mess around with in their pen, yeah, they like so they don't get the bored, and, and so they can now walk in and out of that. And they like the straw, like yeah. you say. the The hen likes pecking at it, looking because there's sometimes pieces of grain still attached right. to the straw. Yeah, ginger especially likes that. Yeah, and the ducks like going in there and um, just walking around oh, in yeah. it and yeah. laying down. Yeah, we're, we're in very. It. it makes us feel better to think that they've got a place to go if they want to. Yeah, so they're very happy. And uh, what I always get a kick out of in the winter is that it can be 10 degrees outside, and you'll see them splashing around in the water oh, yeah. in the pool. No problem. We but, break, break the ice in there. Or actually, we don't fill it at night in the winter mm-hmm. so that it can be fresh water, and then it still changes but, I mean, a couple of times. But I mean, think of going in water when it's 10 degrees out. But, you know, it makes sense if you're a duck because the ground temperature will be about 10 degrees, but the water temperature is above 32. Otherwise, it's frozen. Warmest so it's place. like it's a little sauna for yeah. the for the ducks and geese. They so like it. we keep them with uh, water pretty much all the time, although sometimes mm-hmm. when we have zero-degree days or something like that, we, we don't let them out much because it's just a little too cold, mm-hmm. and you can't keep water unfrozen mm-hmm. when it's zero degrees. But mostly all year long. Yep, mostly Every all year day, long. They're out. Yeah, we got two pools out there right yep. now, yep. so, they so they're pretty they happy. And let's talk quickly. We just have a couple minutes left about the um, the birds. Yeah, we're, we've seen um, we like to have a, a special winter bird. We're not sure that any of these we're going to talk about, these two anyways, are going to be our We're talking birds. about a wild bird that wild just happens birds to show up. Wild birds in the yard that we see at our feeders. We've seen white-throated sparrows for a few weeks off. I haven't seen them lately, but we no. saw them for a while, which and last we year, last year we had a white-throated sparrow that stayed with us all winter, and did, so that was it? fun. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was fun. They're a fun little bird. They've got a lot of personality. And the year before, we had a Carolina wren that stayed all winter, or, or at least uh, it stayed until a week after right. a big blizzard. Just a wonderful little bird. And uh, recently, we've seen the red-breasted nuthatch, which is, if you've ever seen that, is an, just it's tinier than a regular nuthatch, just adorable, kind of orangey chest and black and white stripes on his head, forehead. Not real common where we live, in the part Beautiful, of the state where we live. Although I talk to people who have them. People who have a lot of pine trees tend to have them. But we generally only see one maybe once or twice a year. But this year... It was hanging around a lot. Yeah, we would see one for over a week or so, and then he'd disappear, and then we don't know if he would appear again or if we saw another right. one. But uh, we we had so many, what, many about sightings. Five, seven days ago, we saw them. Yep, but haven't Comes seen them since. Comes to the suet and the feeder. Well, mostly the feeder. I guess they're pretty tame because on the birding group, a couple people talked about how readily they'll eat out of your hand. Yeah, I walked right up to that feeder the other day, and there he was. Yep. So we're hoping we get a special winter bird. Not mm-hmm. sure if we will. We're hoping. Yep. But we had a nice day, uh, probably a good month ago now, where we were walking out to the um, back of the property. 
And that was more than a month ago, wasn't it? Yeah. And I said, what the heck is that? It was a woodpecker, but it was shaped very strangely. And the color was different. And I said, oh, my gosh. And it was... Yellow-bellied sapsucker. Yellow-bellied sapsucker. And I'd never seen one of those in my entire life, ever. Yeah, and I've only gotten glimpses of one. We got a pretty good look. They were bigger than I thought. Yeah. And then that thing flew off, and we'd hardly even turned around. And then Linda said, what's that bird up in the tree? And I said, I don't see anything. And she kept saying, no, it's a pretty good-sized bird. It had long tail. Kind of a long chest. It didn't have striping or anything. Dark, dark bird with the light, light. Uh, under parts and it had a kind of long curved beak yeah slightly curved beak and um, it was a cuckoo and I we got good looks at the binoculars and you can tell a yellow billed cuckoo because the beak is uh, upper part is black and the lower beak is yellow I would have never noticed that but it's a very good sized bird very attractive with a real long tail beautiful bird yeah and I guess sitting there for a long time yeah and it's unusual to see that uh, as late in the year as we saw it too so have we ever seen a yellow bill cuckoo is that the no it's a black bill we usually see no we usually see the yellow bill we usually hear them rather than see them but yeah we've we've, see those both within 10 minutes or right right so those were two good birds so you never know what you're going to see on that no, so that's the end already. We're already. Yep. Well, we covered most of the topics. So actually, I guess we covered them all. So, yeah. so thanks for listening to yet another episode of What Were You Thinking with Bob Tart and Linda Tart. Send us some stories. Yeah, if you have stories about your animals, if you want to email me, just uh, Bob at PetLifeRadio.com. Check out my website BobTart.com for information on my three books. So thanks to you for listening, and thanks to my producer, Mark Winter, at Pet Life Radio. Bye-bye. Have a good good winner. Bye-bye. Thinking about buying a monkey? How about a ferret or a skunk? Then check out the show that will answer the burning questions, where do you get them? What do you feed them? How do you take care of them? And most of all, what were you thinking? With exotic pet expert and author Bob Tart, every week on demand from PetLifeRadio.com.